Here's a message from Ken Lavica. It's the era of the quarterback documentary, but we could be doing so much more. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Hard Knocks is an Aaron Rodgers documentary. Three episodes in, I, I dare you, I dare you, to fight me on Hard Knocks being an Aaron Rodgers documentary. It's it's Aaron Rodgers, right? Like it's just Aaron Rodgers. That's it. And it, you you said there's been two episodes, Stone. I think there's been three, I hasn't think, there? I think yesterday was the second Tuesday. No, I, I I think there's been I think there's been I thought there was three. Okay. If you're right, fine. Two episodes in. Two episodes in, it is clear. Maybe three. That this is an Aaron Rodgers documentary. They, the last episode, was the last episode the one where they focused on Kenan Williams? Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, he, he got his uh, five to ten minutes, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then I suppose it's two. Then I suppose it's two. I don't know why. For me, watching this nonsense, it, it feels, feels like, like three. three. Okay. I mean, it is just an Aaron Rodgers fawn fest. I mean, Jeanette, this... This this Aaron Rodgers PR team that's been uh, put together in New York is is elite. It's like Anthony Richardson in the draft elite. Like, hey, this guy says some questionable things, has some questionable thoughts, conspiracy theorist. They are making this guy out to be a living saint. Someone straight from the Vatican. I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah, you know, it's and what any good reality TV show would do, but the crazy person front and center to keep everybody watching. God. Anna, you're right, Stone. It was two episodes. Why, why would I doubt? Why would I argue with Stone Lebanowitz uh, about what is quickly becoming? Uh, it's, it's his version of the final episode of, uh, of MASH. He doesn't get that. His version of the final episode of yeah, Seinfeld. He doesn't get that. That was old. old. Yeah. Uh, Power Rangers? Uh, sure. Okay. Sure. Um, but, but this guy has been locked in every single second. It has been all Aaron Rodgers all the time. I'm still hung up on the fighting you fact. How are we doing that? Is that a mental thing? Is it physical? How do we sign up for that? Right. You said, uh, fight me on the Aaron Rodgers thing. I'm so happy you brought that up stone because intellectually Ken, you okay. would not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep Make that sound again. <laughs> That's you, Ken. <laughs> you would wimp out so fast in this situation in a fight well first of all call me to fight for you well that one that's true i admit that but two why would i physically fight with stone over whether or not hard knocks is an aaron Rodgers documentary that's so cavemanish and dumb you literally just said that about okay fight me fight me verbally fight me verbally 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 not not physically i'm five seven and very very weak i think you're just taking a uh some low blows to Aaron. I think they are considered fighting words to us uh, Jets faithful. This guy is so cocky. Jets faithful. Right now, ever since I walked into the office today, I walked into the office today, and this guy has been, 
he has been annoying the all-living hell out of me just on my ass about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and trash talking since I walked in at like 10.30. I walked in around 11 and he's insufferable. I, mean, I have purposely God. left the studio about three times. I can't, I can't Because it's going to be. Whatever it is. I mean, Jeanette, it's going to be like this all season if the Jets are in contention. It's going to be disgusting. And, uh, you know, it further goes along with my hope is that I hope the Jets fail. That way, all this annoyingness and all this energy that Stone has given us, we're coming back at him five times harder throughout the season. This dude sends me, he DMs me a photo because there's a joint practice today between the Jets and the Bucks. a photo of Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers talking on the field. And he goes, oh, Ken, look at these two. Uh, game recognized game. So it's not just the Aaron Rodgers annoyance, the Jets annoyance of Stone Labanowitz today. It's the mid-quarterback love annoyance of Stone Labanowitz because he still loves Baker Mayfield. And by the way, that reminds me, the debut segment, first of three editions of Stone Scouts, a Bucks breakdown later on today here on Ken Levick Alive is Stone Labanowitz. Uh, for our dear friend Jeanette Javier, breaks down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback situation after their first preseason game. I can't wait. Very cumbersome name, by the way. Stone Scouts, a Bucks breakdown. Yeah, I've refused to listen to the theme music that our production crew put together, so I'm excited for that to be debuted. There is. We did We did tap our production crew on the shoulder and say, hey, do something for us. Now, it was weird. When I, when I, when I tapped them on the shoulder to do it, they were, uh, they were drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes. So I don't know what came out of that. Uh, mm. It sounds like a creative space mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. If he's drinking whiskey and yeah. smoking cigarettes, yeah. I have no doubt it's going to be great. So we'll see what they came up with. It's going to be better than the segment. I know that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a great call. Uh, so, so Aaron Rodgers, it's a, it's a Hard Knocks documentary. Like so much so in, in the second episode of Hard Knocks, I mean, we're, we're, we're seeing all of, of Aaron Rodgers' quirks and all the fun. And this was the fun-loving, joking around with an old friend, uh, Hard Knocks. What is the name of the, uh, the former O-line coach uh, that, that he had with the Packers, who is now with the Carolina Panthers? I want to say Matt Kemper. Uh, it sounds remotely true, not a, a hip when it comes to offensive line coaches in the National Football could we, League. Can we check before we yeah. play the clip real quick? I just want to make sure. I just want to, because I don't think it's Matt Kemper. I'd be willing to bet, Jeanette, what Stone said was actually extremely wrong. I have no doubt. I don't think it's Matt Kemper. Uh, I think it's like Condon or something. Anyways, let me set it up and then we'll get the name. This is Aaron Rodgers on the sideline in a joint practice between the Jets and the Panthers. This is Aaron Rodgers. What's the name, Stone? James Campen. James Campen. Not exactly Matt Kemper. Completely wrong. James <laughs> Campen, who was a coach, was an assistant in Green Bay. This was Aaron Rodgers running to the sideline and running into his old friend, James Campen. And and what a jokester. What a jokester is he. Fat James, his former coach. Catch up with an especially close friend he knew in Green Bay. James Campen, now a coach for the Panthers. Yeah, f- you don't sound a little bitch, huh? What are you doing? What are you doing, huh? You look fat as. Sh- you said two sixty. No, I did not. Yes, we said two sixty. No, seventy nine. What do you have? Five over. <laughs> oh, that Aaron
Ribbon, his former coach. Uh, and then there's Aaron Rodgers, the sentimental type. Aaron Rodgers, the leader. Aaron Rodgers, the veteran who is guiding the youngsters on the Jets roster through the travails that are an early portion of their career. And so this is before the Hall of Fame game, a game that Aaron Rodgers did not play in. But this was Sauce Gardner, the second-year corner out of Cincinnati. And Aaron Rodgers on the field in Canton at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This was an intimate moment between the two. Caught on HBO cameras for Hard Knocks. You'll be here one day. That's that's the plan. I'll be real old and gray when that happens. That's what I think about, bro. Like... You know, my mom always tells me, like, she always used to tell me to stay a kid as long as I could. And it's like, if I'm really going to do this, bro, I'm going to be older, bro. Because, you know, like, I got aspirations of playing in the league for 40 years. It's going to be a long time. Yeah. I'm trying to be a- so that is, uh, that's Aaron Rodgers telling Sauce Gardner, you'll be there someday. You'll be in that building someday. I don't think that the Jets are given a lot of access to what is HBO doing, the smart thing. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they've got an entire segment in the first episode of Robert Sala uh, looking at Aaron Rodgers' throws, and he's just beside himself. Like, I've never seen anything like that before. What a ball. Incredible. It's an Aaron Rodgers love fest. Like, there, I can't remember the last time anybody said anything negative in the national media, and especially on this documentary about Aaron Rodgers, Right. What do you mean? Like there, like there since isn't the sense. Hard knocks. Aaron Rodgers has never been more loved since he won the Super Bowl with the Packers. Oh, 100%. percent. Like this is full fledged Aaron Rodgers propaganda time at this point. They had another segment on Hard Knocks where they're sitting in the quarterback room and they are just marveling at his play fakes, just marveling at his play fakes. I mean, Stone, this is like porn to you. It's it's like quarterback porn. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty close to to porn for me. That's for sure. And I I think that. You know, when you're talking about he's more loved than he has been since winning a Super Bowl, let's just, uh, from your guys' mouths, hear why, I don't want to say we, but they, you guys, stopped loving him in the first place. What was it that he did that then made people hate Aaron Rodgers? Well, Rogers? you know, you know why. I would like to hear he's it. a conspiracy theorist. I would like to hear these reasons of why we, we started to hate Aaron Rodgers. Like, uh, what was it that turned yeah. the ship? Reckless conspiracy theorist. Okay, so conspiracy theories. Right. Um, Good player. Didn't get, un- didn't get vaccinated. Um, Conspiracy uh, theory. Trash talks everybody, but hasn't done anything. Wow, uh, trash talker in the NFL. What a loser. What a POS. Well, so but this going thing, out <laughs> of his way and then having no facts to back it up. What, I mean, God, what, actually, that guy's the biggest loser I've ever heard. So he's a trash talker in the NFL. We'll put that one on the list here. So it runs pretty dry after three certain things. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where I start questioning now, everybody. My, what are we doing here? What's mine, the with him, mine with him is personal. It has nothing to do with his playing. Okay, mine is personal because I think he's a dangerous, reckless conspiracy theorist. Okay, and then we conveniently forget how disrespectful he has been to 9-11 victims with some of his alleged thoughts about 9-11 and whether or not it was an inside job or not. So that's my problem with Aaron Rodgers. I admittedly, though, Stone, that's where it ends because Aaron Rodgers, the player, pretty badass and has been badass for quite some time. But now this is because I'm a contrarian. Like, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is the fawning, uh, with the fawning of this dude. And I'm glad you kind of put it like that. And Jeanette, to pull the Charles Barkley card, what was one of his most famous phrases that that has stood true to this day that a lot of players take from him and use? Uh, I'm not a role model. Yeah, the commercial. I'm not a role model. Kevin Durant uses I'm not a role model. So mm-hmm. when you talk about being disgruntled by things that he says or how he acts or being disrespectful to X, Y, and Z, 
again, this is an NFL football player. I understand that they're in the limelight, and they do have that power to, to be in the forefront mm-hmm. and talk and make change. But again, they're football players. Yeah. He's not a role model. Okay, and I still root against him. Uh, now, Same. what... Part of the reason I root against Aaron Rodgers now, too, is not also uh, or not not only the fact that he wears a tinfoil hat, okay, or puts pine needles through his eyeballs, okay, or digs 500 feet into the ground uh, for a week of reflection. Uh, By the way, since we're talking Aaron Rodgers, could you find our uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, extricating himself from a cave sound effect from the same production staff that uh, I found drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes yesterday as I asked them for help uh, with this radio show? It's a top three sound effect of all time. I mean, it is all radio. Yeah, damn right. Marconi Awards, here we come. So so Aaron Rodgers is a fascinating human being. I'm glad you said that, though, Stone. I'm glad you asked us why we dislike him. Because all that does, though, is add to the fact that we love to pay attention to Aaron Rodgers because what will he say next? Is he capable at his age, this point in his career, of going to the Jets with a lot of promise? There's a lot of promise, but there's a lot of questions about what is this person going to be in year two? Brees Hall, Sauce Gardner, uh, names like that. So he is the perfect subject for a documentary. They might as well just change the name of Hard Knocks to the Aaron Rodgers Adventure. Right? Like just just mm-hmm. just change it to that. And it would be as accurate as hard knocks, which is fine. I would still watch it. I would still tune into it because Aaron Rodgers is fascinating. And you love him or you hate him, there's no in between. You want to watch him. Is that accurate, Stone? It's absolutely accurate. I also have uh reclaimed the the uh sound effect of him actually coming out of the cave, too. Oh, here we go. Here's Aaron Rodgers. Again, Aaron Rodgers. We actually made this for commercial radio. Uh, in a top 50 market, uh, this is Aaron Rodgers as he removed himself from his underground bunker, uh, his darkness retreat this offseason. <laughs> One more time. Again. There it is. I mean, it's just so bad. No, it's so good. It's just so. It's so bad. It's great. It's <sighs> just mad like a weasel. Uh, what is another, who is another, keeping in mind that I doubt there's anyone Aaron Rodgers level uh, of interesting when it comes to NFL quarterbacks, but who is a quarterback in a, a, an era where we have a whole documentary called Quarterback on Netflix, right? This is Netflix uh, that documents Patrick Mahomes, that documents Marcus Mariota. Why? And Kirk also Cousins. documents Kirk Cousins. What quarterback that has not had a documentary made mainstream would you most want to see a documentary about? And for me, I think this is easy. And Jeanette, you met the man, and he comes off as mysterious because he doesn't let anybody into his private life. It's because they like to, to tear him apart. He's a very wholesome soul, and they like to criticize him, and they, they like to, 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 to jab at him because he's had massive injury problems. But this man is the strongest, strongest single individual I know from a mental standpoint. He has overcome adversity after adversity after adversity. I need to see the Tua Tungavailoa documentary. I need to see the cameras follow Tua around the Dolphins practice facility. I need the cameras in Tua's home. I need the, ta- the, the cameras to talk to Tua's wife. I need to take a look at Tua's kid. I need to know Tua. I need the arm sleeve. I need the training regimen. I need the lifting regimen from this past offseason because that boy is now thick. Mm-hmm. I need the back and forth between Tua and Tyreek, that connection. I need Tua. I need jujitsu. I need the whole thing. I need Tua Tungavailoa neurological appointments. 
I need a documentary about Tua Tungavailoa. Okay? That is the quarterback. I am obsessed with having have a documentary made about his life. Does that sound interesting to you? Because, damn it, that sounds interesting to me. Jeanette, how are you feeling about Tua Tungavailoa? Good. I would. You know, he's, he's, you know, he's like, he would be like the Marcus Mariota of the, the three that we have right now. In the <laughs> are Netflix you kidding now. me? Two is so much more interesting than Marcus Mariota. So much better than Marcus Mariota. What are we doing? Is that just like a, a Samoan thing? No. Is that what we're doing there? A no. Hawaiian Why thing? Why did even pull that card? Because Marcus Mariota and Tua are of similar bloodline. Polynesian. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, they're both Polynesian. Um, yeah, I think it would be interesting, right? We talk about Tua being very divisive in, in today's league and in the hashtag this league of the NFL, but for much different reasons than Aaron Rodgers. I was just uh, like, you know, Marcus Mariota, he doesn't hide the fact that he's always kind of having to fight for his spot in the quarterback series, you know? I feel like Tua is always having that conversation, too. He's always having to defend himself. But when Tua's had a chance, he's done so much more than Marcus Mariota has. I know, but that's not what the quarterback show is about. Have you seen it yet? I have. Okay, but you see, it's not what the show is about. They're going in deep about their personal life right. and how it's affected by the NFL. That's why, too, is a great, an absolute great subject for a documentary because all that people want to do is beat them down. Beat them down. Beat them down. Oh, arm's not good enough. Oh, uh, he, he has a, a glass head. No, he he can never he can never be a a, a pro bowler. Uh, it's just nonsense. The whole thing is nonsense. And so you even when you were at the Xavier Howard softball uh, game at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, Jeanette, like this is how guarded he is. He wouldn't even dance. He wouldn't even dance in the dugout during a weather delay because he said what? Because of his wife. His wife wouldn't approve it. See, like it, he needs an opportunity for people to get to know him. That is my pitch. For a Tua Tungavailoa documentary, the Hawaiian hunk to his quarterback story. <laughs> oh, 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 first of all, the name is almost enticing enough for me to watch. Yeah, see? But, oh, and, and they could raise money right now currently for Hawaii as well. For as Maui, going exactly. The, exactly. Yes. Those are two very, very, very salient points. But I think when it really boils down to it, I, I haven't seen Tua's name thrown in the mix of the general public wanting because they have asked, who do you want to see on season two of quarterback? Haven't seen much Tua. I do think that it would uh, hurt him more than it would help him in the sense that people would realize that he's kind of corny, kind of just a, a plain slice of bread. I don't think that he packs a punch as much of a, a, a nerdy Kirk Cousins or a obviously really savvy veteran Aaron Rodgers in a spot like this. But as far as the adversity goes and comparing it to Marcus Mariota in the doc, that actually aligns. And I know you were trying to be funny, Jeanette, but it no, does I, make I, sense. I, yes, I was slightly Because he's always been doubted, it. right? And, and mm -hmm. Marcus can definitely relate to that. So he would take the third spot of season two. So I'm with you there with two. I'll corny. put him on there. You call him corny. Uh, the quarterback you most want to see a documentary about. The quarterback you most want to see a documentary about is whom? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. This is, this is the era of the quarterback documentary. We have a whole damn, well, show, a documentary named Quarterback on Netflix featuring three, count them three quarterbacks in Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, and Marcus Mariota. Hard Knocks is an Aaron Rodgers documentary. So let's let's start throwing out who we want to see. Who what quarterback should get their own documentary? Hell, a former quarterback of Johnny Manziel has his own documentary right now. But current quarterbacks. This is current quarterbacks, okay? The current quarterback you most want to see a documentary about. 888 760 3776 
888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Jeanette, you have a, a production crew. Mm-hmm. You have cameras. Mm-hmm. And you have one quarterback you can contact and pitch him on the idea of following him around, letting people get to know him, you getting to know this person, and really diving into the details of what makes this person go, what makes them tick, what their their different intricacies are. Who are you choosing? Current quarterback in the NFL. Well, when you say it like that, my name straight goes to Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. How much access do I have? Um, all pretty all solid of it, access. Like locker room and everything. Yeah, of course, just like they did in season one. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this a ploy for you to just date him, or is this actually for creative purposes? Uh, both, I guess. So, you know, they want a new female audience, a bigger female audience, and all of this. A veteran quarterback, injured, almost super a Super Bowl appearance. You know, it's great. Uh, Dane Dane messages, it's got to be Jimmy Garoppolo. He just messaged that as I was referring this question to you. The uh, audience knows us, damn it. Very well. Um, but if we want to be more on the serious, if I'm not thirsting over uh, creating <laughs> This is your this, non-thirsty option. Okay. My non-thirsty option would be Lamar Jackson, hands down. I love that. Between the contract negotiations, the family dynamic, coming out of an injury, being an absolute stud in the NFL and his career obviously growing. I think right now, again, after you know his mom as his agent, getting that money, rightfully so, it would be very interesting to see how he comes up um, this season now that he's officially a quarterback for the Ravens. And I still think that there is a, I, I think that there is a, a stigma that surrounds Lamar Jackson. Uh, the, the, where he grew up, mm-hmm. kind of the, ah, uh, he's from the streets, like that whole thing. Like there's still this, and it's unwarranted and it's dumb, but there's this, uh, uh, I don't know how to properly describe it. It's almost like, uh, I suppose, yeah, he's he's the street quarterback. But like, right? He's got the AI minus the bad off-field issues that AI struggled with, but the on-field competitive persona of an AI, like the, uh, he's, there's, uh, he's different from everybody else. But I would add, that would add, blah. I would say that would add a stronger argument to why he should be. Of course. In oh, the no doubt. No, that's what I'm saying. It's something different, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, follow him back in the offseason when he goes back to Pompano and he's got his kids' camp. And, and, or uh, even Boynton Beach. Like, right. the area that he grew up in Boynton Beach wasn't the, isn't the best either. Where he went to high school. Right. Yeah. So, so. For me, I think that's a that's a really good one because there's a lot of misconceptions about Lamar Jackson, business wise and personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many ways to go in regards to following Lamar Jackson. Right? You talk about unconventional. He's probably the pioneer of unconventional quarterbacks. And I understand we had guys in the past like Michael Vick, but I think Lamar, when he was drafted and we had the whole running back to quarterback conversation, like it was no more Peyton Manning's, no more of the Tom Brady's, no more of these stand up guys. Like we're implementing a new style to the game when it comes to playing that the quarterback position. So you could go that way on the documentary. You could talk about coming home, what he means to his community. I feel like it's just a tad more than guys like Kirk Cousins and guys like Patrick Mahomes who come from places that are already built and already have a good reputation. So I think Lamar would be a home run. I think that's really, really good. Uh, so Jeanette, it, Jimmy G or Lamar Jackson? Jeanette, from, from a, a thirst perspective, uh, if she was making a rated R documentary, it'd be Jimmy Garoppolo. If she wanted to make a documentary uh, where she's actually telling the story of somebody, it's going to be Lamar Jackson. The current NFL quarterback you most want to see a documentary about, minus Tua, he's so guarded. Everybody piles on that guy. 
Uh, I want Tua in Tua's own words. I'm ready for the Tua Tongue of Iloa doc- documentary, Hawaiian Hunk, the Tua quarterback story. Uh, Jeanette, again, Jimmy G or Lamar Jackson. Jimmy G rated our documentary. Lamar Jackson rated G documentary. Pun the intended. current quarterback you most want to see a documentary about. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. In quarterback, who do you guys think is the most interesting uh, person that they follow? I fell in love with Kirk Cousins. That I became a huge Kirk Cousins fan. Not only him as player, but like him and his family dynamic, his house, the way his wife like literally goes to Coles and buys his outfit. He <laughs> seems like the most chill, humble, grateful, yet dedicated, hardworking man in the NFL right now. I think this is the best thing to happen to Kirk Cousins' 100%. career. I know that sounds funny, right? It's just a not Netflix dick Could be because he's just been sort of the uh, paid too much, never going to do anything, we, that type of guy. Right, and we have this mantra that, you know, quarterback's the most important, the hardest position in sports, and it's just something that we throw out there willy-nilly, but when you really tap into the mental side and what it takes in Kirk Cousins when he breaks down, you know, how he trains his brain and, and how his wife you know, takes care of all the things that he doesn't have to focus on. And you mm-hmm. get this dynamic between the two. Kirk Cousins has got a fan, and I think everybody who watches the doc. I will say I felt a little, I have a little more empathy now for Mar- Marcus Mariota than I did before. Because I kind of feel bad for him. I was like, dang, I wish he had a more successful career because he busts his ass, him and his wife together, to, you know, for him to get better in his career, but he keeps falling back. So, yep, yep. Come on over and come on over here to the light side. <laughs> and, and figure out figure out how that works and how you can have some sympathy and understand what okay. these guys go through but in, the, in the mediocrity. I'm going to remember this when in the wild card round of the playoffs, he uh, throws a four yard out on fourth down and eight for a second straight year, and we're ripping him apart. I'll remember this conversation we're having here, this pro Kirk Cousins convo. Now, I will defend Kirk Cousins now, and I will can't mm. wait to see all his fits now. And By the who's way, gonna like and who's going to sponsor him? He has to have a new partner. Oh, yeah. Kohl's, Walmart. J.C. Penney. Uh, yes. Um, this is, is Sears even open? I don't he know. He could do the comeback for Sears. Legit question since Kohl's came up. My wife is obsessed with Kohl's cash. Yes. How does Kohl's make any money? Because I feel like anytime you shop there, they just give you $10,000 in Kohl's cash, and then you go buy things with Kohl's cash, and you don't actually spend American currency. How does Kohl's remain in business uh, I don't understand their business strategy because they're basically giving things away at all times. I don't know, but I respect the hustle. Does anybody wonder how Kohl's works? Like me. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. How does Kohl's work? Because all they do is give you Kohl's cash to buy things and then you don't spend your own money. I just, I don't, I'm confused by it. I continue to be confused by it. And is your partner obsessed with Kohl's cash like mine is my my wife Vivian is obsessed with Kohl's cash does your partner have a Kohl's cash obsession 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 and on social media at KLV 1063 so a lot of things on the docket today here on Ken Levick Alive we have a new stone segment stone scouts a bucks breakdown it is stone Lebanowitz. He's looking at film from the Buccaneers' first preseason game, and he's breaking down for Jeanette, who's in the lead, who's done what, who struggled in the Buccaneers' epic quarterback battle between Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. And Blaine Gabbert. And Blaine Gabbert. 
Uh, judging by Stone's face, not sure he did much research on Blaine Gabbert. Uh, <laughs> we're also asking you, the current quarterback you most want to see a documentary about, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Do you know Cole's business strategy? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And is your partner as obsessed with Cole's cash as mine is? 888-760-3776. Hey, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Aaron Rodgers, not an option. Stone Lebanowitz has to pick a different quarterback. He would make the subject of a documentary. This should be fascinating. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Now, this was mean-spirited from Travis. I want to see a documentary on Blaine Gabbert, the Rocky Dennis of the NFL. Now, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why we have to go to that place. Rocky Dennis otherwise known as Roy Dennis, was the inspiration for the subject of the 1985 share film, The Mask. The man who suffered from the uh, craniodisphysial dysplasia. So if you've ever seen The Mask share in 1985, I suppose Travis is saying that Blaine Gabbert looks like that. I mean, come on. Yeah, Can we clean this up? It's pretty cold. Let's clean this up, and, man. Like I, I would put the argument that in between Baker Mayfield, Blaine Gabbert, and Kyle Traska, Blaine Gabbert is the most attractive one. Let me take a look at old Blaine Gabbert here. Yeah, I mean, I fine. think it's undoubtedly the best looking one between. Yeah, three. I agree. I thought you were going to fight me on that one. So no, Blaine Gabbert's beautiful. Okay, he is beautiful. Yeah, he's the best looking dude in that quarterback room. You're right. That's what I'm saying. So, that's... L- least talented. Best looking. It's it's part of the scale. You know, we've all talked about the scale, the hot to uh, talented scale, and uh, he fits right underneath yeah. it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, the quarterback you most want to see a documentary made about, uh, you've got Patrick Mahomes, check. Kirk Cousins, check. Marcus Mariota, check. All in one documentary on Netflix. Uh, you've got uh, Aaron Rodgers, check. Accounted for hard knocks. It, that is an Aaron Rodgers Documentary. It is the first official Aaron Rodgers documentary. Who is the current quarterback in the era of quarterback documentaries that you'd most want to see a documentary about? Mine is Tua. Tua Tungavailoa. Finally, someone led into the inside of Tua's camp, of Tua's life, Tua's personal space. I think it would have a lot of people rooting for him. Have a lot of people rooting for him. For Jeanette, uh, she says Jimmy Garoppolo for adults because she's gonna really get in there mainly for me right just for you mainly for me uh but lamar jackson from a human interest perspective 
Uh, the current quarterback you most want to see a documentary about. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And we may have found somebody who used to work at Kohl's. And so we're going to get to the bottom of how that organization, that company makes money. Uh, because I don't understand how they make money with Kohl's cash because they give you about three grand in Kohl's cash every time you walk through the doors. I don't think that's a good money-making strategy, but I also I don't know much about business. Uh, Stone, Aaron Rodgers cannot be part of this equation at all. Aaron Rodgers is off the table. You love quarterbacks. You love mediocre quarterbacks especially. Who are you sitting down with with your frozen pizza your snacks, and you're watching a documentary on this quarterback. Who is it, current active NFL quarterback? All right, it's one man and one man only, and it's Mr. Unlimited. It's Russell Wilson. I, I think it's Russell Wilson <laughs> for, for the simple fact that we need answers. What the hell is wrong with you? you know, <laughs> like, how do you live your life? Why are you the way that you are? I think these are questions that every fan not only fans of the NFL but fans of sport like why are you the way you are you know what turns you on to this personality what turns you on to this trade and this style and why do you say this and that and i think the training resume would probably be the most fun to watch and, and then the mental side would be the most interesting right how do you train mentally and i know he's a man of christ and and he does these things so i think russell wilson one because everybody would want to watch it it's just something that you think is appointment television whether any piece of content that gets posted from the doc is mm-hmm. viral, regardless. So I think Russell Wilson is the one answer here. That's a good content-filled documentary. And you know Russell Wilson's not going to be able to help himself. No. He's going to be like, hey, Mr. Unlimited rides in style in this military vehicle. And then Sierra's going to do something ridiculous. And they're going to do something ridiculous. That's the first name that came up to my mind when oh, when he said Russell Wilson was... Sierra. I was like, yes, and we get Sierra. So it's like a two for one in this documentary. You know the corniness is going to be off the charts, though sometimes I defend Russell Wilson. I don't think he's as corny as you guys put him out to be. But I think to your point, Stone, we do need answers when it comes to him. Why does he say, why does he act, and why Why does he have this money? Yeah. I, like, there's I lo- think there's great one. And it's also an opportunity for him to clear his name, similar to what Kirk Cousins did. You think he's really going to clear his names up? I because think, Kirk Cousins was genuine. Again, we would be sympathetic for Russell Wilson, right? If he talked about some of the adversity he's faced or, or why he is the way that he is and how it helps him be a better quarterback, I think we could then, you know, it would take a load off of him, I think. And then we see Sierra and all is good with the world. I mm-hmm. just wonder, do you think he acts different in private? He's, he's accused of code switching. Uh, he's accused of, he's in the Subway commercial or he's on the field, and he's, oh, gee, Willikers, uh, Broncos Nation, let's ride. Here's a dangerous sandwich. Uh, but then when he's with with, with Sierra, and there, there's that famous video of him announcing yep. his contract extension with the Seahawks, where he's like, Seahawks Nation, what's up? I'm back. Like, just trying to be all smooth and like, and, and, and so I don't know. Could you actually, with Russell Wilson, uh, two things here, and this is not, kids, if you're listening right now, this is not what you want to do when you someday get your own radio show, is try and uh, piece the show together while you're on the air. That's bad, okay? Mm. Uh, the the announcement of the contract extension, but then him explaining how he picked up Sierra. I, that's what I just thought the about, wallet, too. The wallet explanation. So Stone's going to get on that. I actually, I didn't think that was corny. I think you both found that to be very corny. I found that I to be extremely not. corny. No, but you I, you said I would have uh, I would have said, hey Russ, why don't you come over? Yes, 
Anyways, so I think I would watch that. I think the trio that we have here is actually pretty legit. Tua, yeah, I think it's good. Tua, Russell yeah. Wilson, and Lamar Jackson. I think we have a good mind. With an appearance, it could be like, you know how sometimes there's like extra special features? Mm-hmm. That could be Jimmy G's episode. <laughs> okay. Because we just need two episodes uh-huh. pretty much in the locker room. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a good we have a good mind for uh, for for content. I think Richard in West Palm on Ken Levick alive. Richard, what quarterback are you making a documentary about? You know what's funny? You took the words right out of my mouth, Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Just because we don't know, like I don't know who he is. I I don't know if he's quarterback guy. I don't know if he's uh, romantic lover with Sierra. I don't know who this guy is. The thing about Russell Wilson, he went to someone from someone that was always being talked about. Then he went to Denver, and it's like he disappeared. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I and and appreciate the call, Richard. I, I he didn't. Well, in Seattle, it was he was making headlines for being awesome. Mm-hmm. In Denver, he's been just punchline, punchline, and a bunch of PR community stuff. Right. Right, but it, it is tough, and he's always been someone who's been able to control his own narrative, mm-hmm. but that has escaped him mm-hmm. in Denver because they were, they were so bad. Uh, Stone, I know you're in the middle of something, so I apologize. For, oh, we have, do we have him? And not, all right, this is Russell Wilson. So again, I want you to picture Russell Wilson, the Go Hawks, Broncos Nation, let's ride, mm-hmm. that guy. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. But then there was, there's this side of Russ when he's in bed. Sierra and announcing to Seahawks Nation that he is uh, that he's that he's that he's signing up for another couple of years with the Seahawks. Listen to to, to the different side of Russell Wilson. Hey Seattle, <laughs> we got a deal. <laughs> Go Hawks. Go Hawks. But I'm gonna see y'all in the morning. Good night. Time for y'all go to bed. Finally, you can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all in the morning. So. That's kind of a sexy voice. I got to. I, oh I mean, I got to be God. honest. When Let's I hear that, front. I do feel something. <laughs> Let's not front uh, It's kind of hot. Now, the best part of that, though, is when he does the fake. <laughs> <laughs> can we hear that again and listen for it? You'll know when it comes. <laughs> hey, Seattle. We got a deal. <laughs> Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> but I'm going to see y'all in the morning. Good night. Time for y'all go to bed. Finally, you can go to sleep. <laughs> there it is. See y'all in the morning. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's just voice so means. like, it's so different from Go Hawks. I never realized his voice was so hot until now. And then uh, Stone's going to be looking up the uh, wallet story as well. But before that, before that, there also has to be a discussion about quarterbacks. We absolutely have no desire to have a documentary made about them. And may I present to you, earlier this week on WFAN, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones revealing breaking news that he turned down Netflix's quarterback. Let me ask you, are, are you one of the subjects for a quarterback this year on Netflix? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I thought it was a great show. Uh, I really enjoyed watching it and seeing those three guys, kind of their process and how they prepare, and uh, each one a little bit different. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a great show. It was great, but it's not for you. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Uh, yeah, were you approached? Did we asked? 
Uh, <laughs> That's right. You can tell us. It's um, fine. Yeah, I've been asked, and, and uh, yeah, I, like I said, I think it was a great show. I think, you know, they did a great job with it. And that was your decision to turn it down? Yep. Okay. There is not a single solitary human being who is sat up at night or while you're driving to work during the day and said to themselves, you know who I want to get to know more? Daniel Jones. Thanks for the breaking news, Daniel, that you turned down quarterback. Nobody wants a Daniel Jones documentary. I will take it a step further because he like gave that media laugh and that awkward pause. I'm willing to bet money they didn't even ask him to be a quarterback in that show. He's so bleh. <laughs> he just wanted to seem cool. I don't know who gave him the the advice to, hey, be cautious if they ask you about yeah, the quarterback what documentary. Is he scared of? You're supposed to just, uh, you're Daniel Jones. You just say, yeah, you know, I was asked. I didn't really feel like doing it. I'm, I'm focused. I'm early in my career. But instead, he acted as if it was something very controversial right, right, or like, there. Yeah, like he was he was disclosing some deep, dark secret. Like, what are you hiding? Like, what are you doing? And not only that, but this is something that he probably needs for his career. I would, Because yeah. the pieces of bread in my house have more personality than that man. I'm. Let's hear Daniel Jones one more time, because <laughs> this was bizarre. It was, he was scared to talk about it. Jeanette believes that he may have made up being asked mm-hmm. uh, to, to be a part of Netflix's quarterback. And then he got all scared. He got all, all uh, panicky about this all thing. pr It was, yeah, really pr Like, oh my God, we didn't cover this uh, before I went on this interview. Like, what are you scared of? Here's, here's Daniel Jones, uh, really, if you think about it, with great news that he won't have a documentary made about him. Let me ask you, are, are you one of the subjects for a quarterback this year on Netflix? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I thought it was a great show. Uh, I really enjoyed watching it and seeing those three guys, kind of their process and how they prepare, and uh, each one a little bit different. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a great show. It was great, but it's not for you. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Uh, yeah, were you approached? Okay. Were you asked? Uh, <laughs> That's right. You could tell uh, us. What are you scared um, of? Yeah, I've been asked, and, and uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I think it was a great show. I think you know they did a great job with it. And that was your decision to turn it down. Yep. Okay. I love Boomer Esiason is like is like a dad. Like, it's okay. You can tell us. It's okay. Like, what is that? Here, if if you're one of the few people who is looking for a Daniel Jones documentary, you can do it in your own home. What I want you to do is head to the kitchen, mm-hmm. take out a piece of white bread, mm-hmm. bring it out to the backyard. Okay? You set up your phone. Mm. Start recording video, hold the piece of white bread in your left hand, take your garden hose in your right hand, and douse the bread in water. There you go. There's your Daniel Jones documentary. For maximum effect, I would actually throw a football at it to signify that it's a quarterback. <laughs> a you piece know what? of white bread this with is a why, football. This is why we need her as part of our production staff, because those are the things that I just I don't think about those little nuances that Jeanette brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quarterback you most want to see a documentary about and the quarterback you least want to see a documentary about. 
888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Quarterback you most want to see a documentary about and quarterback you least want to see a documentary about. And it's funny we're talking documentaries because one Stone Labanowitz has come with me to document my treatment at Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com. That is how you get in and get yourself some good old-fashioned laser therapy. Let science heal you. The lasers, what they do, they trigger the body's natural reactions. That's why it's so effective if you have joint or muscle pain. You have a treatment that lasts the amount of time it takes for you to go on your lunch break and you're, you're going to be really, really surprised at how quickly you start to feel like, wait, that, that had an effect. Uh, I went for three sessions with some left knee pain, and I had z- this is my personal experience, had zero pain after three sessions at Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com. Stone was there. He saw it. He documented it, and he will tell you, no, we were, we were there for about 35, 40 minutes, and then it was a, it was a wrap. Scalp rejuvenation, that's right, the lasers help that, at Quelliv. Troublesome fat areas, go ahead, lasers, Quelliv. Or, or, where anti-aging, the sun really gives your skin a beating. That is where Quelliv absolutely comes into play. Again, these lasers are just having your body throw some of their natural processes in overdrive and get you taken care of. It's brilliant, really. Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, and don't be fooled by, oh, lasers must be expensive. Uh Uh-uh, not the case. Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, that's Quelliv.com, West Palm, right off of Flagler in downtown West Palm. That is Quelliv. Joe, hang on. We'll get to you. We got a ton of social media. Quarterback you most want to see a documentary about. Quarterback you least want to see a documentary about. And then the famous Russell Wilson story about how he picked up pop star Sierra. She is Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive. On ESPN 106.3. Stone Scouts, a Bucks breakdown. A brand new segment here on Ken Levick Alive. The first of three thrilling installments comes up in the second hour of the show. And for the first time in my life, I agree with former Marlins owner Jeffrey Loria. Why? You'll find out in the second hour here on Ken Levick Alive. Quarterbacks you most want to see a documentary about. I say Tua Tungavailoa, Jeanette, a two-pack of of Lamar Jackson, followed by an R, potentially X-rated documentary about Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stone, he is going, who who did you say again? I totally forgot. Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah, Russell Wilson. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, we have more to come here with Russell Wilson as well. We found his his story about how he picked up Ciara with a, uh, a story about his wallet. Horny. Uh, Joe in Jupiter waiting patiently. We love him so, so we bring him in here to Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Joe? Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for taking my call. Can I give you a two-pack, and I'll try to be quick, if I may. All good. All righty. Well, obviously, first the first one I think would be so fascinating to see is Dak Prescott from being drafted 134th overall to where he is now, you know, from the fourth round to, the, the, you know, going through losing his mother and his brother committing suicide to – how he stepped on the field when Romo and I, I think Kellen Moore gets hurt, and then he ends up winning the next nine games and becomes a starter. 
you know, him going off the field in tears when he lost his foot in that Giants game at home, which is the most one of the most gruesome things I've ever seen. Um, that's my number one. If it's current, you all okay. agree on that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's good. And then, uh, and then, what was your two pack? You said he had a two pack. Yeah, directly related to him, I, I think it would be. So, this is in the past. The story of Tony Romo. I mean, from dating Jessica Simpson to uh, yeah. the other superstar. What's her? What's that? What's her name? Uh, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I just remember Jessica Simpson. No, that's good. I appreciate the call, Joe. Didn't see that coming, by the way. Uh, by the way, I have a quick Tony Romo story. So when uh, FAU was preparing, basketball was preparing for the Conference USA Tournament, which was in Frisco, Texas, at the Dallas Cowboys practice facility, um, between the end of the regular season and the start of the conference tournament, we stayed at a, at a hotel near... SMU, which is the northern part of Dallas. And so it was attached to uh, a corporate building, an office building with, uh, with chiropractors and doctors and a whole bunch of different businesses. Um, so the hotel was connected to it. And from the lobby, you could walk through doors and then get into that, that business office area. So I'm sitting in the lobby of this hotel preparing to do this radio show. Uh, and I look over towards the free coffee they had in the, in the lobby. And I'm like, there's no way. Tony Romo is in the lobby of this hotel wearing shorts, flip-flops. Looks like he hasn't shaved in about five days. Looks like he hasn't gotten a haircut in about seven days. And he is consuming the free coffee in the hotel lobby. Tony Romo, former NFL quarterback, biggest contract in, in sports broadcasting history, and he is uh, he's enjoying the free coffee at the hotel that FAU was staying at. I think that's great. Man of the people. It gives me Kirk Cousins vibes, you know? He's one of us. Exactly. <laughs> he's one of us. Uh, do we want to come back with the Russell Wilson just so we stay as close to, uh, to time as we can? I'm trying to be responsible here. You're doing great, Ken. Thank you. Because this, this, this video is going to pull us in so many different okay. directions. Uh, Russell Wilson and his story from several years ago about how he pulled Ciara. Uh, and it was unconventional, to say the least, when we come back. And again, we got a busy second hour. He, she is, well, he's still in the bandwidth. She is Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I just saved my ass. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.